Join me right now on Kumite TV is undefeated featherweight prospect Lance Lawrence. What's going on, Lance? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on. You are going to Las Vegas for the Contender Series. You're going to get a lot of exposure, you know, fighting on ESPN. A lot of people might not know who you are. You know, you've been on your grind, but they don't know. Who is who is Lance Lawrence? You know, where are you from? You know, where? what is your sporting background? Can you give us a little detail on yourself? Uh, you know, they call uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, you know, I was born and raised here. I trained here and fought here my whole career. You know, I, I still do. Um, you know, I mean, I travel, you know, in the tri-state area and train with other talent or bring them in like today. And, um, you know, I've just been, I've had my nose to the grindstone working towards this, you know, this opportunity since I was 16 years old. You know, um, I started training in a garage with a bunch of amateur MMA fighters every day when I got off the school bus. And, um, you know, I've just never stopped. So uh, I'm, I'm here to be the first UFC fighter from Louisville, Kentucky. That's incredible, man. Uh, when you look at your record, you should be called, your nickname should be called, you should be called the neck snatcher because, you know, you got guillotines and triangles and rear naked chokes all over the place, man. Um, is it safe to say that you're a submission specialist? I would like to call myself a submission artist, for sure. A submission fighter. Um, you know, I mean, I, I believe I'm a well-rounded mixed martial artist, and at the end of the day, that's what I am, but... Uh, you could say that I'm mad with a knack for uh, choking people out. Well, that's something incredible that you have, man, and uh, you should take it to the the farthest of you know the farthest you can take it into the UFC and just take people's necks. I don't, you know, that's probably lacking. I think in the UFC right now is there is not many guys out there that could just go out there and just get submissions all the time. You know, there's maybe like Ryan Hall, but other than that, I don't really see many guys. Yeah, outside of Damian Maya, and, yeah. you know, but uh, I would definitely like to to be one of the greats like Damian Maya or Con Gracie, really glorify you know the art of jujitsu a little bit more than it is being done right now. What do you think your style of jujitsu? How is it different from you know the other guys that are already in the UFC? Uh how is it different? I, I feel like I mean there are a lot of jiu-jitsu based fighters in the UFC um, I would say that my jiu-jitsu has always involved the punch and I feel like a lot of guys forget about that that the punch is a part a part of jiu-jitsu um, you know ground and pound is a part of the of real jiu-jitsu and uh, you know I could say that's different but I mean I'm not the only guy out there who who trains like I train, I don't have, there's no secret pill or secret moves or anything. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I love jiu-jitsu, you know, but I also love Muay Thai, you know, but jiu-jitsu has always been my base, you know, that I can always fall back on if I need to. It's saved my life quite a few times, uh, especially in the fight world. So, uh, yeah. You grew up through the ranks, the amateur ranks, with hard knock MMA and you continued as a pro there. How much has that promotion, you know, helped you develop into the fighter you are today? Oh, uh, hard rock MMA. Yeah. They've definitely been a huge part of my career, man. Um, especially as I got into the pro leagues, you know, they're the only people who could really find me fights locally. 
they're the only people who really try because you know I've got a pretty decent following here, so that they definitely put in effort. And uh, as an amateur, they uh, they were really good on you know they didn't just give me scrubs, you know they gave me hard fights and they gave me fights that they thought were good tests for me and good fights for me to win. Um, you know they didn't just hand me gimmick fights, but they also weren't just feeding the wolves. You know they they wanted to see my success, and uh, I believe they've always you know wanted what's best for me. I definitely, you know, I'm thankful to them. Well, your last fight with them was uh, a couple months back in February, I believe. You got a second-round triangle choke, of course. It was the longest fight of your pro career. Did you learn anything from there that you could kind of take into the, the contender series? I learned that the longer the fight goes, the, the better I get and the better my chances are, actually. So, uh and then that's what I always believed. And, and going into that second round, it was I was in the corner thinking, "All right, we're gonna find out, you know, what what, what Lance Lawrence can do in the second round." And I was ha I was much more happy with my performance in the second round than I was with my first round. So yeah, that's definitely a good mental edge to have to know that you, you know you're gonna be even better the next round. Did you know that if you won that fight, that you would be going to the contender series in the summer? Or was it something that happened afterwards? I knew it was a step closer to the Contender Series. My manager, uh, Jason House, has been pushing to get me on Contender Series, you know, since last season. You know, his only thing was I needed more fights, and that wasn't on him. You know, that's not something he's at that level where he can just find a smaller guy like me fights. So I had to build my record up, and, you know, so I just took whoever, whatever fight I could, and Chris Dunn was, you know, the man who said yes. You know, and and that was a I knew that was going to be a great win for me. And I mean, two or three of his losses had been from UFC or Bellator fighters, and they were hard earned losses. Um, so I knew that you know that was going to be big for the the big wigs watching my fights to see how I can perform against seasoned veterans. Uh, I knew it was going to be a huge part of my career. I didn't know it was going to get me to the contender series. But I did know that this season, my, my manager was doing everything he can to get me on there. And I had a good feeling it was going to happen. So we, we were kind of waiting and preparing for it. Well, it's happening July 16th. You're going to fly to Vegas. You're facing Kevin Seiler. What are your thoughts on him and how he stacks about, up against you? I mean, Kevin Seiler, he's 15-0, uh, you know, amateur and pro, all you know, added up. You look at the stats. I'm 13 and 0. If you look at the stats, this is a uh, you know two undefeated fighters going at it in front of you know Dana White. You know for a UFC contract, it doesn't get more high stakes than that. Everything's on the line. We both worked our whole life for this. Um, as far as you know, uh, he's got a few more fights than me. I've got a few more finishes than him. Um, he, he's a world-class fighter. He, uh, you know, one of the best fighters in Bolivia, they say. He trains at American Top Team, Coconut Creek. You know, world champions there every day, you know. So he, he, he knows he's been in the fire. Uh, you know, it, this is going to be a great victory for me. Uh, I go out there, I finish this guy. You know, how can you not give me my contract? I'm ready for the UFC, and that's what, that's what I'm going out there to prove. You know, finish this guy. It doesn't matter how good he is or what he is, man. You know, that night I'm going to be the better fighter. I have to be. Have you been watching the first couple of weeks of the Contender Series? 
Yes, I watched the, uh, the the past two weeks. I watched last night. Uh, no finishes last night. The two contracts. Crazy. Crazy fights last night. Yeah, it is, man. It is a, a crazy how they select the guys that they want to sign. So it is yeah. a it is a big gamble, and you are taking a big gamble against a guy that is undefeated. You're undefeated. Do you kind of get a a more motivation facing you know a guy like him and kind of having these high stakes on the line at this point in your career? I do, I do, because. Uh... You know, fight camps are grueling. They test you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Uh, you know, but I have I have a worthy opponent. He's worth every drop of sweat and blood I'm putting in the gym right now. You know, he's world class. You know, uh, you know I'm not wasting any of my energy or effort. You know, it's all gonna come. I'm, I'm gonna need it all. You know, I'm I'm ready for three rounds. You know, of a war. Uh, you go there. You get business done. You get the contract, you know, you join the featherweight division, which is stacked. What separates you from everybody else, you know, other than the, the, the ground game? You know, I mean, everybody's different, man. Everybody's different. You know, everybody's their own fighter. I just embrace, you know, me uh, and just be myself, man. You know, I'm, I'm Lance Tornado Lawrence. That's what makes me different, man. I'm me. There's no one else out there like me. Um, you know. One day I'm going to be out there fighting Max Holloway. All right, man. July 16th, Dana White's Contender Series, Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you, Lance, for your time. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing many of these when we get your contract in the UFC. Awesome. I'm sure we will, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll give a shout-out to um, Murphy & Associates Law Firm and uh, Alpha, and Appar Alpha, Apparel, Al Alpha Apparel, Kentucky. Uh Oxybaric Oxygen Chamber, uh, the Cryo Club, Cryogenics Chamber, uh, Meal Preps 502, 24-7 uh, Motors Company. Um, man, I know there's a few more, but um, we'll just go on and leave it at that right now.